This is an average fan podcast hosted by Benny Hanna. Continue to like, rate, and subscribe. Make sure to share. Now streaming on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. You are now listening to the In and Out podcast hosted by L. Jones. Oh! Such a dumbass. I ain't make it. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Season three, episode one. In effect, right now, you heard the lady. In and out podcast. We talking hoops, y'all. Got a got a jam-packed show tonight. We're gonna talk a little all-star game voting. We're gonna talk about some points leaders. Man, y'all see that resurgence with the Lakers? I ain't heard nobody say Russell needs to be traded. Uh, y'all know how we get down. Welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome to the show. Thank y'all for tuning in. It's been too long. It's been a minute, but we're back in this thing. Your boy, L. Jones, the host, the Capitan of this ship. Welcome, everybody. Continue to rate, like, and subscribe. Because without that, I mean, I can't I can't really do nothing else. So let's get into it, y'all. We are sitting here now about a month and a week, month and a couple weeks out from the All-Star Game. I'm hype. I'm ecstatic. I can't wait. We took a little break, obviously, from basketball, focused on some football, right? But we back at it now. We got some trends setting in for this NBA season. We're seeing some things. And this season is kind of, it's kind of, it's some things we're going to talk about this year, season three, basketball-wise. Man, you're going to be like, wow. L, wow. Bring it to us, L. Give us more. So let's hit it. Western Conference, front court, top 10 all-star vote getters who have been voted by y'all, the fans. So let's get into it. Number one in the West, none other than LeBron James sitting at about 3.1 million votes, y'all. This man is leading the league in all-star game votes. In his 20th season, y'all got to give that man some respect for everything he does for the game. Number two, the Joker. The Joker with about 2.2 million votes. Number three, Anthony Davis. Yes, Anthony Davis, two million votes. Uh, we got Zion Wiggins, George, Paul George, that is. Shout out to Lori Marketing. I hope he makes it in. Huge marketing fan, right? He was a part of that trade that sent Donovan over to Cleveland, right? Lori Marketing has been doing this thing. Y'all saw that body he caught? Did y'all see that body he caught on... on um? Vucic from Chicago, real nice. Draymond at number eight, Kawhi Leonard and Kevin Looney at number 10, rounding out your front court. Now let's hit them guards. Number one, none other than the chef himself, Steph Curry. Coming in at number two, Luka Doncic. Uh, number three, your boy, Memphis, Mr. Gritty himself, John Morant. Number four, Shy 
I feel like Shy should be up there, y'all. Y'all got to get Shy up there, man. Shy's been balling out. Number five, Clay Thompson. Number six, Russell Westbrook. Yes. Put some respect on that man's name. We don't really talk about Russ the way we should talk about Russ. But today on this show, we're going to talk about Russ. Uh, number seven, Damian Lillard. Number eight, Devin Booker. Number nine, Austin Reeves. And number 10, Jordan Poole. So that is your Western Conference front court and guards. Vote leading getters for your all-star game. How we feeling about that, y'all? How we feeling about some of them votes? Can we just take a second just to look at it? Um, we might. It's still a month away, but we might have some guys that obviously might be replaced. One being Anthony Davis. Uh, Zion might be replaced depending on how the hamstring is. I hope Zion gets a, the chance to play in the All-Star game. Love to see that. It'd be great for the fans because that's what the All-Star game is for. The All-Star game is definitely for the fans. Um, <clears throat> Steph Curry probably will be out. So a backcourt with Luka and possibly Ja. I would love to see who the captains will be this year. We're going to talk about the Eastern Conference in a little bit. Um, you got Shy in there. Having Shy in the All-Star game would be awesome. Russell Westbrook. Yo, there's three Lakers. How are we feeling about that, y'all? A lot of us don't even like the Lakers like that. But how are we feeling about three Lakers? Y'all heard what Rob Palenka said, right? Rob was like, when we got Russ, we was trying to recreate that big three. Now, we didn't need him to say that. Most people who know basketball know what they were trying to do when they recreated that. And we're going to get into his play, too, also as well. Um, I'm loving that Devin, that Devin Booker in there. He should be higher up. Obviously, Devin Booker is a silent assassin. Dude, we got Austin Reeves up here at number nine. How we feeling about that? Yo, keep voting Austin Reeves. We got four Lakers, y'all. Four Lakers. Now, I'm not a Laker fan. I, I just go ahead and throw that out there. I do like LeBron James. I like what the Lakers are doing, and I support the movement. But Austin Reeves, y'all, Austin Reeves has been balling. He has been bit with a little injury bug, so we don't know if he'll make it, but that is an honor, yo, to be voted by the fans. The fans love Austin Reeves. And then we got Jordan Poole up there. Obviously, they love him. So let's transition to that Eastern Conference, y'all. Eastern Conference, front court, top 10 vote getters. Let's get into it. Number one, Kevin Durant, 3.1 million votes. He's a couple behind LeBron, a couple thousand 100,000 behind LeBron James, KD. Shout out to KD, y'all. KD done bounced back, got back into the Slim Reaper mode, doing this thing. Yo, everybody doubted him out. They talked about the Achilles injury. He's going out there. He's doing his thing, putting the team on his back, doing whatever it needs to be done to go ahead and get it done in Brooklyn. Love to see it, especially with everybody up in arms about him requesting to be traded. None of that really matters right now. This guy right here, he's a staple. Number two, Giannis. Yo, it's crazy to see Giannis behind Kevin, but that speaks to the level of respect everybody has for Kevin Durant. Giannis is number two, Joel Embiid. Number three, Jason Tatum. Number four, Jimmy Butler. 
sitting at number five. Pascal Siakam for Toronto, number six. Shout out to Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma coming in at number seven. Hey, this next guy, he needs some respect put on his name. He's a rookie. He's down now where the land of Disney is. Paulo Banchero, number eight. How we feel about that, y'all? Paulo, I hope he gets in as a rookie. Love to see it. Hype. I can't wait to see the media bites come out if he makes it. Um, Nick Claxton from Brooklyn coming in at number nine and number 10, Jerry Allen. Now, let's get into this guards. These backcourt guys, who we got going to be handling the rock, running the show. Number one, Kyrie Irving, <laughs> the flat earther. We might not like his views, but we love his play. Got to give him kudos. Balling out, no matter how you feel about him. And that just goes to show in life, it don't matter what people think about you. Is you going to continue to do your job at a high level? Mm, keep going. Donovan Mitchell at number two. James the Beard Harden coming in at number three. Jalen Brown from Boston, number four. You got to have Jalen Brown in there. He is so dynamic, especially when we're talking about what he brings to that to that tandem of him and Tatum in Boston. Because without him, you don't really have the success that they have. Them facts. Number five, Trey Young. Trey Young been dealing with a lot in Atlanta. Can we see Trey Young on the move? I don't know. We might get into that in another episode. But right now, Trey Young is number five, repping Atlanta. Number six, DeMar DeRozan, Mr. Midrange himself. Shout out to DeMar doing everything that he can. Number seven, Mr. LaMelo Ball doing his thing. Love LaMelo's game, everything he's doing for Charlotte. Uh, Jordan is lucky. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to get my troll on. Um LaMelo is the reason that Michael Jordan still has his job as a GM. Ooh, hot take for 2023, y'all. I'm on fire. Let's keep it going. Tyrese Halliburton from Indiana. This boy here has been balling, and you're going to hear me talk about him in a little bit when we go over some of these stats right now. Number nine, Derrick Rose. Hey, give Derrick Rose his flowers, y'all. Y'all remember when this man pulled off one of the craziest dunks probably in the recent NBA history where it looked like the man was floating and he caught that fly-by-float dunk on Steve Nash? Y'all remember that? Or was that Dragic? Nevertheless, it was a Suns player. And Derrick Rose was doing his thing back in the day. So it's, uh, it's cool to see him up there. Number 10, Darius Garland. I feel like Darius should be up there a little bit higher. I'm going to do my part. I'm going to vote for Darius. Y'all do y'all part. Y'all get him up there. Let's go, Darius Garland. So when we look at this breakdown, Eastern Conference, Western Conference, <clears throat> we, see a few, we see a few Lakers, right? We got Austin Reeves. We got Russell Westbrook. We got Anthony Davis. We got LeBron James. Now, this doesn't sound like the voting that would be had for a team who is probably sitting right now at the 13th spot in the West. But don't get it twisted, though, because the West is so tight. They're only a game and a half out of sixth place. Take that as you may. Lakers been balling this 
year, talking about 2023. Five-game winning streak, undefeated in 2023. Give them their props. Give Darvin Ham his props. Something has clicked in that locker room. Whatever it is, I'm here for it as a sports guy. When we talk about the Eastern Conference, we got Brooklyn representing hard, right? We got KD. We got Claxton. Okay, and we got Kyrie, but we also got a little Cleveland mixture in there. We got Garland stepping up. We got Donovan Mitchell in there. We got Jerry Allen. Cleveland is a team to be reckoned with, especially if they can put it together. Boston has their main two staples, same as Philly. How we feel about that, y'all? Come on, y'all. This is hype. I'm hype. Y'all ain't hype yet. Y'all will get there. Don't even matter. Let's talk some points per game leaders top five in points getters all right look some of y'all who might be listening to the podcast those of us who might be older i'm gonna lean on my i'm gonna lean on my wise guys out here okay because with age is wisdom can y'all remember the last time we had five scores over 30 points a game can y'all remember look when y'all go and y'all listen to that podcast, drop when the last time y'all seen this happen. What year? What year? Just drop that. I want to test y'all knowledge. Drop that out there as we go over this. Number one, Luka Doncic. Number one, 34 points a game. Luka's doing it all in Dallas. The D in Doncic stands for Dallas. Luka Dallas, 34 points a game. Joel Embiid, 33.5. Joel wants that MVP, y'all. Don't get it twisted. It'll be interesting to see at the end of the year where we stand with everything. Number three, Giannis doing this thing, 32 points a game. They needed a little bit more from him because Charlotte the other night put it on them. Okay? Shy and Jason Tatum round out the top five. Shy averaging just under 31 points a game and the same for Tatum. You can't make this stuff up, y'all. Let's go to rebounds. We're talking rebounds. We're talking about the board getters, right? All y'all young hoopers out there, right? Whether you in position or out of position. Rebounds are important. Extra possessions are important. If you a coach out there, you already know you're preaching this to your younger guys. Fans of the game who sit down and they watch the game. Scoring is cool. But watch them guys who love to get dirty. Demontis. Sabonis, 12 rebounds a game, doing this thing on the glass. Rudy Gobert, we know what the Stifle Tower is going to do. 11, just under, just under 12. Same for Giannis. We know what he represents. Steven Adams, yeah, mate. 11 rebounds a game. And Nikola Vucicic, got to say it with the accent, y'all. 10.9 rebounds a game. Now, those who know sports, those who know basketball, right? Who y'all think number one when it comes to assists? If you've been following the game, you're cheating, so you cannot answer. But those test your trivia, who you think is number one? Number one belongs to Tyrese Halliburton. I told y'all we was going to mention him. That might be some insider trading. I knew that, but... 10 assists a game. Give it up for Tyrese, y'all. Can look. Sacramento traded him for Sabonis. 
It worked out for both parties. Right? This is usually what we want when a trade happens. We don't want somebody to get fleeced, right? I'm going to trade this guy and this guy for this guy. It might work out for you, it might not. But at that time, it, it looked even, and now it's it's working out for both parties. So I'm here for it. Number two, Trey Young, 9.9, just, just a tick under 10. Love what he's doing in Atlanta. It's just the reality is we don't know how long he might stay in Atlanta. Sad truth. Number three, the Joker. 9.5 assists per game. The man does it all. You can see why he's back-to-back -back MVP. He's staking his claim. He's going for the third, and that will put him in elite. Y'all say it with me. Elite. Elite stature in the NBA if he was to win a third MVP. Luka, number four with Ja rounding out that top five with eight. I love these stats, right, when we go over them. Because when you watch the game, you see one thing, and you see these guys do their thing, obviously. But then you kind of get lost because there's so much ball going on, so much hoop going on. These stats really help out because it shows you what's going down in the NBA and who's really doing their thing on a consistent basis. Like, y'all, let's talk about some three-pointers, right? Let's talk about three-pointers. Top Three point made shots in the NBA. Number one, Buddy Heald, 154 three pointers made. <clears throat> Y'all remember when during the summer, even back to last year, even that stretches this year, it was said that Buddy Heald needs to be in LA because he had the ability to do what? Stretch, space, the floor because he can knock these shots down. That will attest to that. But we also going to get into some stats that might show, hey, even though he's made a lot, what does his percentages look like? Number two, Anthony Simons. We knew the boy was nice coming in. That backcourt of him and Dane, just awesome. We need that health in Portland. Portland seems like one of those franchises where it's just like, man, if you guys could really just stay healthy, you'll be so dominant. Just so dominant. And you got to love everything that's going on with that. I obviously love it because I'm an avid sports fan. Number three, Donovan Mitchell. Mr. 71 himself. When we talk about Donovan Mitchell, we need to refer to him as Mr. 71. Shout out to him for that game. That game was clutch. Put the team, the city on his back. Cleveland fans, look. Y'all probably thought y'all never get one like that again. Y'all got one in Donovan? Treat him right, please. Malik Beasley from Utah. Balling out. And number five, the chef. The chef, Mr. Curry. 131 three-pointers made on the year. Now let's get into these percentages, right? Because when we're talking about the top five, we're not going to hear these names like the top three-pointers made. The top five three-pointers made, guys. Uh, and comparing it to the percentages, you're not going to hear these same names. Damian Lee. Mm-hmm. Damian Lee. 48%. 48%. 48%. 
from the three-point line. That's huge. And y'all remember when the Lakers had KCP? <clears throat> I do. He's doing his thing out there in Denver. He's shooting 47.9% from the three. Hey, shout out to the lethal shooter for training these guys, getting these guys right. Shout out to the lethal shooter for training these guys and getting these guys right. Plug. Luke Kennard, who's been doing his thing from the three-point range since he came into the league, the Duke standout, 46.2% on the year. Alex Burks doing his thing in Detroit. Sometimes you get lost in the shovel. And then Malcolm Brogdon rounding out that top five in three-point percentage. But I want to dive a little bit deeper into this because the top five says a lot. But who are we really looking at top 10-wise? All right, so as we go on, OKC, Isaiah Joe, right? 47.1% from three-point range. Now, you do need a certain feel, a certain amount attempted to even be up here, right? Now, here's what's crazy is that as we look at this as a whole, because even though these guys might be top three-point percentage made you need some games under your belt y'all would y'all believe that andrew wiggins is shooting 50 percent from three now granted he's only played 23 games but he's shooting 50 percent from the three-point range guess who else is shooting 50 percent his teammate the chef 26 games played but he's shooting 50 right on the head 50 percent Put some respect on his name. Jeremiah Grant. Jeremy Grant. Okay, excuse me. Jeremy Grant. Sometimes I get a little carried away. Y'all stay with me. 49.1% from the three-point range in top 10-wise. Buddy Hill, 45.8% from three. Y'all, three-point shot is prevalent in the league today. Hey, I don't even know how Grant Williams is down on this list. He's 50. He's shooting 50.9% from the three-point range. Laurie Markinen balling out. His percentage, 53.1. I can't wait for All-Star Weekend, y'all. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. Like When they select these three-point shooters, I can't wait to see who we get shooting these, shooting these threes. I cannot wait. I'm a, Yo, I'm stoked. I'm here for it. Love everything the new year brings, especially when we're talking about basketball. Um, when we go ahead and we look at some season leaders, when we talk about total points, top three in total points, Luka, Jason Tatum, and Kevin Durant. Yo, the, the Nets have been balling out. The Lakers have been balling out as of late. But as I close this show, I really want to talk about Russell Westbrook because we have heard a lot of chatter about Russ not fitting in, Russ being the stat pattern, Russ doing this, Russ doing that, blase, blase, blah. All right. So I feel like sometimes Russ's game is highly criticized because of the style of player he is. And that that's just that's just how it goes sometimes, right? But I feel like it's unfair. Russ moved to the bench, and he's been quietly doing his thing. Putting up them triple-double, close, close to triple-double numbers. And when we look at it, I told y'all, the Lakers are 19-21 and 21 right now. 
nothing to hoop holler yay about. But when you think about it, number six is the Clippers. They're 21 and 20. They're a game and a half behind them. And they just came off the heels of beating Sacramento in a very close and contested game. Those who were able to watch that game, was they, they were treated. It was a treat. LeBron going out there, balling out. Yo, shout out to LeBron. Because let's be honest, how many years do we think he has in the league? Can he play at this level, right? Dude is doing everything right now for the Lakers. I mean, but he's not alone because he's getting help from Schroeder. This is what Laker fans wanted from Dennis Schroeder the first stint. The first time around he was there. We even got a Kendrick Nunn sighting. Kendrick Nunn was balling out. What what the hell is going on, y'all? Lakers are really balling. Shout out to Darvin Ham. Darvin Ham's got something cooking. Consistency is the key to success, though. Can they keep it going? AD, you need to get your ass back healthy. All right? Sorry for the kids who are under the age of 18 who are hearing my language. This is just the passion, though. Man, look, I made it. I posted a tweet talking about the Lakers need to trade AD for for Miles Turner. We see what Thomas Bryan is doing with this team. It's not like you really need Anthony Davis to do something. You can get Miles Turner and plug him in in AD's spot, and I'm telling you, you're probably going to have the same success. Not only that. What can DeMarcus Cousins do after this workout, right? Do the Lakers give him a shot to bring him on board? I would love to see it happen. But AD is nothing. It's not personal. It's just business. Move on from him. That's all I'm going to say about that. Western Conference is tight, though. Number one seed, Denver Nuggets. Number two, Memphis. New Orleans sitting at three. Look, how far can they, how long can they stay up there? And then you got Dallas, Sacramento, and the Clippers, four, five, and six. What's going on there? Okay. Which one of them teams come come playoff time before playoff time? Probably about April. Which one of them teams is not going to be there? AKA, they're pretending. Somebody is not like these other teams. Seven through 10 is very interesting in the sense that we have some veteran guys on these seven through 10 teams. So expect to see some movement. Phoenix, sitting at 20 and 20, their year looks like a lot like 2020. No Devin Booker. They're, they're to me, they're underachieving. That's neither here nor there. They got a lot of issues. They got to figure it out because at one point, they were dominating the league for two years. Golden State at number eight at 2020. Y'all. Would y'all believe this is the worst road team in the NBA? They are 3-16 on the road. Horrible. This is not the DNA of a championship team on the road. This is not. You would not believe that this team has dominated the league for a stretch, right? We know that at home, they're, they're just, they're tough at home. They're 17-4 at home. So if it wasn't for the home, if it wasn't for the home court, they'd be horrible. But so far down, right now they're sitting at eighth. We'll see once the injuries turn around in their favor, once they get Steph back. We'll see what they do. But hey, 
Three and sixteen. Steph was playing the majority of these games as well too. Number nine, Portland, nineteen to twenty. Mm-hmm. Number ten, Utah. Utah started out really hot and then they started to fade. People say they are tanking. It is what it is. Danny Ainge got a lot of draft picks. You saw what he did in Boston. I'm expecting the same thing in Utah. Number eleven and number twelve. Minnesota and L.A. Lakers. Minnesota gave all them draft picks away. What the hell is going on? They got to figure it out. And the Lakers, they got a win streak. You know what I'm going to call that? I gave, I gave props to Darvin Ham, but you know what I'm going to call that? I'm going to call that the Pat Bev effect. That's what I'm going to call that. Let's jump into the Eastern Conference. Number one. Mr. Mazula's Boston Celtics. Now, look, I ain't going to lie, y'all. When I when I heard he was going to be the head coach in the absence of Adoka, my ignorance really just jumped to the forefront. And I say that because he didn't look like a te- he didn't look like an NBA coach. He didn't look like a guy who's really controlling things. So shout out to him for shutting me up. 28 and 12, balling out. Doing their thing, fifteen and five at home, thirteen and seven in the ro- on the road. So you you love to see that. You love to really just see the growth of Tatum and Brown. Horford is the key to this team, y'all. Don't get it twisted. I feel like Horford is that veteran presence that them guys need. Number two, Brooklyn. Brooklyn been balling out nine to one in their last ten games. Put some respect on their name as well. They're equally as tough at home as they are on the road. 13-5 at home, 13-8 on the road. No mandate's going to mess up what they got going on this year. Milwaukee at number three. And that's speaking testaments to just the system that Budenholzer, Coach Budenholzer has. They haven't had Ingles for majority of the year. They haven't had Middleton for majority of the year. And they're still able to get it done. Now, this is not what you would call the Eastern Conference that we were used to seeing when certain guys with a crown for their nickname was running around dominating things. This Eastern Conference is really different. Number four, the Cavaliers. That ain't the King's Cavaliers. This is Donovan's Cavaliers. Him and Garland love that backcourt, love what they do, especially with the bigs of Allen and Mobley. Love just their team chemistry, how they go out there and ball out. They're seven and three in the division. They are six and zero oh in overtime. This is not a team you really want to go in the OT with. They know how to get it done. Number five, Philly, twenty four and fifteen. I like where they're sitting, but to me, even still, they're underachieving with what they did, what they have on their team. But like I said. Expect for Joel with the health going good for him. Put that team on his back because he wants to win MVP. Number six, the New York Knicks. Jalen Brunson effect. Does Luka miss Jalen Brunson? Or let me let me scratch that. Does Dallas miss Luka, uh, Jalen Brunson? Because we know Luka is doing his thing. But I guarantee you they wish they still had him. Number seven, Indiana, 22 and 18 right now. Doing their thing, staying relevant. Number eight, the Miami Heat. 
nine Chicago Bulls, and number 10, the Atlanta Hawks. The Hawks have had some personal issues, some things going on. They got to figure it out. They bring in Murray, but the way they substitute, they do things, it's kind of like they try to keep them separate because both of them are ball handlers. But they've been pretty good on defense, and that's due to Murray because Murray hides a lot of the inefficiencies that Trey Young has on the defensive end, y'all. This is going to be a crazy, and I mean crazy, jam-packed season three, the In-N-Out podcast, the In-N-Out Hoops podcast, hosted by your boy L. Jones. Y'all, y'all got to keep tuning in, listening, rating, liking, subscribing. Get it done. Love where we going in the direction this year, 2023. Y'all cash y'all all-star votes. Get them players. Hey, get them up there, y'all. If y'all player wasn't on that list, I went off at the top of the podcast. Help them out some. This has been your boy, L. Jones. And we out.